watching The John T Show. Welcome to Con 2021. This is The John T Show, and we are coming to you all online this year. We're doing a little something a little bit different uh, for the conference uh, this year. I am one of the hosts of The John T Show, a podcast about Korean-American adoptees, and I'm joined, as always, by my fellow hosts, Nathan Nowak and KJ Relke. Guys, introduce yourselves and tell them how you're doing. Hey. <laughs> what is up con it is con. so good to be with you um yep like like patrick said my name is kj i am one third of the john chi show nathan what does john chi mean and why are we called the john chi show very good question i for anyone who hasn't listened to our show the john chi show uh we used john chi because we like the word it means feast festival celebration um, and we took it from the word doljanchi, um, which was a first birthday celebration. But so we wanted to celebrate. We want to celebrate our Korean adoption, uh, our heritage, and uh, all of our stories. And so we interview different people every week. Sometimes we do a solo show, but uh, but we have fun with it. And I think we're really excited to be here because we started this last September, and um, we found out about. This conference, after we spoke with Glenn Morey, uh, noted filmmaker and director of the Side by Side documentary, and he told us about how when he first went to a conference, how it was transformational for him. And it was, I think having that conversation was transformational for us. And we were like, man, we really want to go to this if, if we can in any way. And um, having the opportunity now to, to be here today in this capacity, not just only as first-time uh, attendees of the conference, uh, but to be able to bring um, what we've been doing on the show, sharing stories and sharing our own stories to the conference to, to share with everyone here uh, is really exciting. And I'm really happy that we were able to do this. Um, so I think we should just really quickly introduce ourselves um, um, and tell us tell where we were adopted from specifically um, and where we grew up at, uh, just to give a little bit more information about ourselves and where we're at now. So again, my name's Patrick. I was born in 1990 in Seoul, adopted by an all-white family in Indiana, and I currently reside in Indianapolis. Nathan? Uh, I am currently residing in Orange County. I was adopted from Seoul, Korea in 1976 and lived in Oklahoma, was raised most of my life in uh, Oklahoma, uh, was adopted through the Dillon Agency, and uh, but I'm currently moving to uh, Denver, Colorado, so I will be there very shortly. Won't you, won't you already be there? Well, they don't know oh, when we're recording technically, this. Technically, yes, yes. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I but when it's premiered, soon. like, you'll be there. I will be That's there true. for the conference this year. <laughs> he's there now. For the he's first time, taking your picture. This year. Don't he's currently him. in Denver, but now he's currently, currently not in Denver. Paradox now. Like, <laughs> now you're right, KJ, round us out. Perfect. Well, to make it more confusing, my name is KJ. I use he/him pronouns. I was a, born in Daegu, fostered in Seoul, raised in Dallas, Texas. Currently live in Springfield, Missouri, and fixing to move back to Dallas at some point. I don't know when based on when this airs, really what the future holds for me. But uh, really, really excited to be here. So excited to be a part of Khan. So right now, uh, I think we have to move on to our very special guests. Very you special. Know, that's what we do on the show. We, we talk a little bit uh, because it was tell about telling our stories, but it's also about telling other stories as well. And we are really excited and fortunate to be able to welcome everyone to the conference uh, with the executive director of the Khan conference, uh, Katie Bozek. Katie, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on the show. We are excited to have you. Um, 
I think when we first got connected, it was just really a whirlwind. We got connected through Rachel Rupright, and um, it just kind of snowballed from there. I think I was actually homesick when we had our first conversation uh, about um, doing this, and she called. Really putting and it was your best like, foot forward. Hey, here we go. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm feeling great, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna make this happen. And um, Katie has been really graceful about uh, helping us get to this point and guiding us on this journey as we approach Con for the first time. Um, we're also joined by Kyle Ashley, who is a spouse of an adoptee, um, who's coming from a, a different perspective as our own, but that's one of the great things about the conference is it invites all perspectives. So Kyle, thank you for joining us as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really, uh, happy to be here and happy to talk about my experience, uh, with Khan and, and also, uh, being married to an adoptee. So yeah, just excited for the conversation. We are very excited for the conversation as well. I don't know why I keep repeating what you guys say after you say it, uh, but that's just how we do it on the Johnny Show. We are uh, professionals. Listening, um, Patrick. We listen <laughs> and then we yeah. say. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess to kick kick it off, Katie, uh, introduce yourself just a little bit for uh, the people that are new here for the conference, people who may not know uh, um, about you yet and what you do here specifically in your role as a executive director? Uh, so there's a lot of stuff in that question. So introducing myself. <laughs> yeah, and I got to get all out first. Come, like all of that. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to actually take your guys' lead and say a little bit about my background and where I grew up. So uh, I was born in Seoul in 1981 and adopted uh, to a couple in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And that is where I currently live. I am the oldest of four kids in my family of origin. Um, and I am currently married with three kids, 14, 12, and nine. Uh, and Khan. Khan was born out of a summit uh, 23 years ago. And that summit, it was a leadership summit that included... Um, the current consulate of San Francisco adoptee organizations and adoptive parents as well. And through that leadership summit came a commitment and forming con. And the commitment was to keep the different communities together and connected. And that was through an annual conference uh, because they realized through that summit that, you know, we are operating in silos and it is best for everyone to be connected to each other. And so every year since then, we have had an annual conference in different cities across the U.S. And that is so that we can engage in the different communities across the country. Um, with the exception of last year when we had to cancel our in-person conference. And again, this year, uh, we are crossing our fingers for next year mm -hmm. in Denver 2022. And if it doesn't happen, then we're just going to say Denver's cursed and move on. <laughs> <laughs> you only get three chances at a city and then you got to go to the next exactly. city. <laughs> three strikes and you're out. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I am the executive director slash president. Um, before me were two adoptive parents. So I'm the first Korean adoptee to be in uh, leadership uh, for Khan. Mm -hmm. And we have our executive team, which is myself, Rachel Rupright, who's also another adoptee, and then Michael Stanley is our treasurer. And we have an advisory council that is made up of adoptive parents 
and also spouses of adoptees. Kyle is our advisory council member and then Korean adoptees. We are not just limited to Korean adoptees. We are open to all uh, adoptees. So we actually, one of our uh, advisory council members, Grace Newton, is a Chinese adoptee. Since the pandemic, we have been working to figure out how to connect to the community without our in-person conference. So that has been more virtual opportunities. So the kind conversations, virtual happy hours. Um, I try really hard to get the newsletter out on time, but I don't always make it every month. <laughs> uh, but the so blog, we got, we got the blog. The blog. Kyle's in charge of the blog. You need to ask him about that. He is nice. doing a fantastic job on that. Oh. Well, you guys just had that blog article that came out. Um, I can't remember who the who penned that, but it was beautiful and moving. I can say that much. So was you it, are you're crushing it with the with the with the blog, Kyle. The was it the uh, open letter to adoptive parents? Yes, that was by Kimberly McKee, who okay, is yeah. our former assistant director, hmm. um, who is a uh, a Korean adoptee and all around fantastic person. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I think I, I really appreciate the history uh, of the conference as well, um, especially because it's a deep history. Um, and I think, too, something that's really amazing is that you're now the fir- well, the first adoptee to take over this role of leadership mm-hmm. at the conference. And I think there's a lot to unpack there, and I definitely want to unpack it. But I want to turn to Kyle and pose the same question, just a little bit about where you're from um, and your connection to the community now, and uh, just a little bit what you do uh, in your advisory role. Yeah, so uh, my name is Kyle Ashley, he, him pronouns. I currently live in Minneapolis, Minnesota, but uh, from Michigan. And um, let's see, so uh, my wife and I met back in 2011. Uh, We both work in higher ed and met at an international conference in Switzerland and did some traveling together. And then kind of just hit it off. And uh, a year later, we were engaged to be married. And uh, and so, you know, the rest is kind of history from there. Uh, and I think her first con conference was here in Minneapolis in maybe 2013, I want to say, something like that. Um, and she, she was looking for community and looking to get connected to other adoptees. And she kind of just heard through the grapevine about conference. Uh, and we, we were broke as a joke at the time. And so she literally just showed up like at the door and was like, Hey, can I volunteer? Like, can I just hang out here? Like, can I do anything just sort of this? Um, and of course everybody at con was like, of course, come on in, you know, and they, they, better, they basically just let her crash the conference. Um, and of course, because my wife is like uh Uber leader and a personality, the very, she's on the advisory council, like, you know, uh, <laughs> contributing and leading just crushing it yeah (laughs) um and so of course the very next year after that i'm on the advisory council and you know i'm I'm contributing because uh she got me to come to the conference and um i think i've been to maybe four or five conferences and um you know every year i just um it you know it feels it's more than a conference it's more than a conference it's a community it's a family um the the people that i've met there and connected with you know, you stay connected with you, you text, you call, uh, when, when something's going down like this last week, you reach out. Um, and, and so it's, yeah, it, it really is truly. Oh yeah. I serve on, on the advisory council uh, blog and pretty much anything, you know, but, uh, but really it's just, um, I, I feel like it's just helping to support the community that, uh, has given me so much. Cause yeah, like I said, it's, I've got friends that are going to be 
uh, lifelong. And so I'm just uh, really grateful to be a part of it and, and to contribute. Awesome. I love hearing that story. Um, so glad that this is uh, such a big thing. Like one of the things for our show is we really wanted to, to focus in and highlight on the Korean adoptee experience because that is the three of our experiences and, and there are a lot of stories to be told. And, um, but love that the con, even from the vibes that I'm getting from the two of you is, is it's just warm. It's about connection. It's about uh, going on this incredibly difficult, confusing, complex, wonderful journey together and being like, oh, I'm not the only person doing this. Um, um, so as a total newbie to conferences and especially to con conference, uh, what, what should I be looking forward to this year? All of it. One thing. What's the first Narrow thing that comes down, to mind? Other than the many, intro many of people coming here. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a moment person. right now, which is the best. And yeah, we'll all be downhill from here. Remember the currently. Okay. <laughs> so... We have pre-recorded and live sessions. Mm. So we're going to have material that's already up and people can peruse and watch at their leisure and come back to. And then in the evening, Monday through Friday, nope, Monday through Saturday, we have live sessions. Okay. So people will be able to pop into Zoom and uh, participate and listen to that session. So one of the pre-recorded ones that I'm really looking forward to is a group of CADs, dads, talking about fatherhood because we are launching right after uh, the American holiday Father's Day. Um, and we don't talk about birth dads very often. Most often we talk about and think about birth moms. And so we really wanted to honor uh, birth fathers and talk about fatherhood in general. So I'm really looking forward to, to that panel. Nice. Um, I I'll be think there for that. We have a film screening and panel Friday evening with a letter to Sangha and Forget Me Not as well. So I'm really excited for, for that live session. And quite honestly, all of them, I wish I could pop into all of the sessions. We have such a, an array of a variety of sessions and we have sessions. So the conference, some things that are different, some things that are the same, um, different because it'll all be online. Same is we have adoptee only sessions and then we have general sessions that's open to adoptive parents, spouses, other family members. So, so the general sessions, the blended, would adoptees also be able to hit, attend the, yep. the general? Okay, cool, yes. cool. I just Good. wanted to clarify. <laughs> what, <laughs> but what if, they, figured, what if they couldn't? Figured, They'd be like, hey, we made this conference for you, but you actually can't go to these sections. But it might be like an allies type of thing. That's why <laughs> no, I wasn't yeah. really sure. I mean, I think, yeah, safe spaces for allies would be important. Yeah. You know, one of the, the most powerful things I think about the con conference is the centering of, of adoptee voices, right? So like Katie said, whether it's uh, sessions that are only for adoptees, where adoptees can really explore their own experiences and stories, or whether it's a session that's open, but focused more for, for parents or spouses or whatever it might be. The, uh, the focus of that session is still going to be about how those folks can support their adoptees. So it'll be on, you know, white privilege or it'll be on, um, you know, unpacking the, uh, the adoptive experience, but from the parent perspective. So it really is always about the adoptee and, and supporting the adoptee, no matter what the session is, is focused on. Mm -hmm. That's great. And I think we are one of the only organizations that includes adoptive parents and adoptees and other family members. Um, and that is done very gently and with intention. 
Right on. It is. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, in my experience, again, this is a part of what makes Khan a community and a family, but you know, when, when a new family comes and you can always tell there's a little nervousness, you know, the parents are always a little trepidatious about what's this going to be. And am I going to get yelled at and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it almost always happens that there's at least a couple folks from Khan who, you know, come over and start talking and uh, connect them with a session or connect them with another person at the conference. Oh, oh, hey, you should get to know this person. You should get to know this person. So um, it really is a, a, such a welcoming place, uh, regardless of, of where you're coming from and, and uh, what perspective you got. It's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, we've we've dabbled in a little bit of the uh, other side perspective as well. We had an episode actually with our wives and fiance. Mm-hmm. Uh, a while back, and that was really interesting to listen to. Um, so we um, we actually have discussed the potential for um, having uh, parents as well, and we actually had another episode recently that actually had a uh, adoptive or adoptee who adopted herself uh, from mm-hmm. Korea. So that's mm-hmm. always really interesting stories. We like hearing all aspects. So that's great that you're all inclusive of those those things. So one of the things that I just really loved that you talked about, Kyle, was that when at a normal conference, when people show up and you're for the first time, excuse me, and you're nervous, excuse me, you have people that come up and people that are welcoming and will point you in the direction of another person that could be helpful or somebody that would be uh, a really good match. And that's. That makes me really like smile. It made me really smile big inside when when you were talking about that. Um, how for you guys has it been to take that feel from what it's like to be in person and move it to this virtual space? Because you guys didn't do any events last year. Um, you, it was just a. What, did you guys hold like a, a mini conference last year we, as well? We did. So we ended okay. up canceling in. I think April and then it just organically came together and we did what was called con connect and we had a few Mm. live sessions and Glenn uh, screened his film and then did a, uh, a panel as well. Um, So we are learning, uh, but uh, with this year, knowing that we were going to do virtual, it has been on our mind of how do we recreate some of that in-person feel? Like, how do we create those? In an in-person conference, we have what's called quiet rooms. And it's just a space where people can go and sit, write, journal, or whatever they need to do, because it's overwhelming to be around so many adoptees to unpack so much in such a short amount of time. And so we've been very intentional about, okay, how do we create some of that? So we have a welcome on Monday, a welcome session for anyone who wants to come, who's new, who has questions, um, where we can uh, just talk, introduce ourselves, history, like anything. And then we will have a debrief as well on, I think, a Saturday morning, just because, again, it's so much. And then what do you do with it? Right. So we have we're going to have some online space as well um, for that for again, we'll have an adoptee only space and general space for for uh, parents or other family members who want to come by and just debrief about the week. How many people do you expect to have uh, participate in this year's conference? Or have have, you have (laughs) pre-registration? You're just going to have the room open? Hoping for one billion people, yeah. three people, <laughs> ten thousand, and, it's, and, oh and then one Zoom room. KJ, don't say that. 
say that. I am so afraid. I am always afraid. Like our last in-person conference in 2019, I was like, please more than five, please more than five. (laughs) I get so scared. Um, I don't know. We do have um, registration uh, through Attendify, which is an app you just have to download. Um, And actually it's a really beautiful app that has all of the sessions listed. And when you register, you register as an adoptee or spouse or other family member. And if you are an adoptee, the only adoptee and general sessions will pop up. If you are an adoptive parent, only the general sessions that you can attend will pop up. Okay. okay. And then there's also chat features as well in this um, app. So you can chat with other conference attendees. Um, so I don't know how many people will register. Uh, people will register, mm-hmm. but I don't know how many will actually show up and how many people will pop in and pop out. Um because we do, ha- we will have some simultaneous sessions going on. So okay. more than three, but, I'm hoping. <laughs> but, but again, I think, um, you know, for me, it's a, a reflection of our values as an organization, right? Like we don't, we don't really care if we have three or 3000 people, like we want as many people yeah. to come as want to come. And, yep. um, you know, I, I think that's been such a cool part of making this transition online, because um, I think we've been able to connect with more people in different kinds of ways than we would uh, when we just have an in-person conference. So, you know, it, when, when it's in-person, there's the cost of travel and the cost of registration and, mm-hmm. you know, it can be a lot. Um, and so moving online, I think we've gotten people who maybe have been curious about coming to come, mm-hmm. but maybe haven't been able to because of the cost or whatever. So mm-hmm. um, it's been so cool to see all these, all these different folks come to our con connects or our con conversations um, who, you know, it's their first time and, and they really get connected. And so I do think there is a possibility that we'll have more this year than we've ever had before because uh, it's just a different platform and maybe it's a little bit more accessible than, than uh, the in-person conference. So mm-hmm. definitely, I assume you'll get people international too um, because of that mainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, that's really great. I'm sure it's going to be a huge turnout. So and success. We're looking forward to it. Yes, totally. Yeah. So the, the only other conference that I've been to is this uh, this creative conference for um, church creatives and things like that. Um, and it sounds like, Katie, what you were describing uh, was uh, Attendify is the app mm-hmm. to get, right? Uh, mm-hmm. That's kind of like your digital booklet for navigating the conference and things like that. The other thing, the only other thing that I know about conferences is like swag bags and like the occasional <laughs> game and, you know, just like kind of the, the more gimmicky stuff that just is just, it's really fun. So um, what's something fun that I can look forward to as a, as a first time attendee? Is there like a, a mini game that's hidden in the app that I need to check out or like a, like <laughs> a geo search thing that I can go to? Like I have to chat 10 people or, you know, something like that. What's, what's, what's up with that? Virtual swag. Yeah. So we're going to be doing giveaways and sessions. We've got various things that we, it'll be at random. Okay. Um, for whoever is in the session. Um, and we're recording this early, but but we are trying to come up with different games like okay. bingo, like identify bingo. Uh, and then, you know, you can get a prize, but yes, definitely. What are some different ways that we can stay engaged with people um, and make it fun? We are having a mocktail cocktail demonstration Thursday evening with uh, Jesse Bowen, who is a bartender in uh, Denver. And then we will have a cooking demonstration Saturday with David Perry and his mother is a Korean adoptee. Uh, and he is in Denver as well. 
So we awesome. do have some fun things. Well, we'll definitely be at that uh, mocktail one, I'm sure. <laughs> and probably be a mocktail for me. <laughs> non mocktail. <laughs> It'll be a mock mocktail. I just call it a cocktail. Just, yeah, right. just the regular name of it. Just the- um, <laughs> that was going to be something, though, I think, uh, with Attendify and, like you said, you know, virtually being able to reach so many more people um, in terms of, you know, what you what how you adapt. Like, have you been able to implement new different types of things that you would never have been able to do otherwise in terms of an in-person conference? I think... Back to what Kyle has been saying about our values, we didn't want to overhaul the conference mm. because it is such a special and unique experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that it was really, how do we take that and translate that to the virtual world? Mm-hmm. And that is, again, through our welcoming, through our debrief, through um, the attendify with the chat, that was one of the big things. Like, how can our conference attendees still talk to each other, right? We don't want to go through a Zoom and then, what do we do? How do we, who do I talk to right. about this, Everyone right? throw like, your cell phones in the chat. Exactly. <laughs> uh, throw your phone at your, t- at your screen. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Quite honestly, with all of the virtual, and like Kyle said, we've been getting people who have been curious about Khan and never been able to attend, and now they are able to attend. Or people who just stumble upon us, and they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know there was an adoptee group like this. And they've never met other adoptees. Um, And so those are the kinds of emails that I get. And sometimes I do like put their email and contact info in the chat because that they don't have anyone else around. yeah, I think it's so unique that the three of us have never met in person. Uh, so we're certainly no strangers to connecting online, the power of online connections, and yeah. uh, and really feeling like, <clears throat> you know, I have two two new like lifelong brothers um, who I also host a podcast with, um, and we get to explore uh, essentially what it means to be human through the lens of of being a, an adoptee, you know, and being um, related to adoptees and, and all of those things. Um, for me, one of the most powerful things uh, to do to connect with people is to have food together. And it wouldn't be a proper John Chi show if you weren't having food. Uh, so we actually have some food prepared. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll, we'll jump in with some spicy ramen flavor food, right? That's what we're eating. Yeah, we <laughs> are eating. The, the fifth ramen. spiciest ramen out there. Is that what I've heard? That's Whoa. what I read. All right. Oh, don't scare so, him yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll be so, right back. Uh, yeah, we'll be right back. <laughs> I'm going to go grab, grab it and then we'll, we'll eat. We are back with our food portion, regularly scheduled food portion for the John G. Show. Um, Nathan or Patrick, what are we eating and why? We are eating Nathan another <laughs> another packet of ramen, but this time it is a very popular ramen that you a lot of a lot of people may have heard of. Uh, Samyang ramen, bulldog hot chicken flavor, stew type. Uh, we got this one from uh, our Hello Korea box. And I've seen this one around at the the supermarkets, and they do say it is very hot. If you like ramen, you're probably uh, very familiar with hot ramens and spicy ramens. And uh, this, you may have even had this one, but uh, we have not tried it. Uh, I did look up, holdok means hot chicken, or fire chicken, by the way. So Holdok. Holdok. Oh, is that what the second part says? Yeah, dock is chicken. Holy fire. 
right. For those of you who don't know, uh, attend- conference attenders, we usually talk about the food and the thing that we're eating for many we minutes because we have hard. to decipher each thing on the package. We Normally, there's a story the, the going graphics. on, you know. So, yeah. um, <laughs> but I think the bigger just, story is Katie. Who's joining you? Oh, this is my son, Jaden. Hi, Jaden. Hello. And you're, and you are putting him up for the hot chicken challenge here. I actually voluntarily did Ooh, this. So. Okay. Oh, nice. I like it. I'm ready. A brave soul. Yes. Right. And you have not had uh, this specific ramen before? No? Nope. All ramens are good on this show. We like. We are not particular to just spicy or any other flavors, but for some reason we wanted to try this one for everyone's viewer pleasure. <laughs> so, Well, it came in our Hello Korea box. We're just here to support another Korean company, but then also... <laughs> You guys can laugh at us. So yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> dig in. And really quickly though, die. Kyle, I think is coming to us with a slightly different ramen. Uh, Kyle, talk about what you got for us tonight. Yeah, so um, I, I've been traveling this past week, and so I, I got the memo late about picking up the ramen from the store, um, and so I do have just like some regular ramen lying around my house, and I, I'm a little bit of an at home chef, and I, I do like to cook uh, Korean food. My my wife and I like to experiment, so. I tried to recreate the ramen that you all are having, but just okay. just homemade with a few adaptions. So, uh, you know, added some chili flakes, added some gochujang, uh, some some soy sauce. Uh, I got some veggies in here and a poached egg and, and nice. some kimchi on top. So uh, it's like hey. a little bit, you know, a little bit adaptive, hey. but it's, you know, it's, I also got to You're making us jealous. I bit. get it. Okay. So. <laughs> We're, we're all coming over your sweats house. in the same way as you guys. <laughs> I took one bite and I'm already say, feeling I'm... it on the top of my head. <laughs> I'm already looking at TJ eating it. So, all right, everyone, dig in, have a bite. We're gonna dig in. Okay. Mmm. Okay. Yeah. Here's the deal, Nathan and Patrick. Yours doesn't seem brothy enough. So it's had to drain some of my broth. Yeah, what the heck? it's it's a stew type, so it's not really the. Um, You're a stew type. <laughs> it's not Whoa, really the ramen. Not that kind of show. Soup type. Call me a stew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's first fine. impressions. Like, I literally, my head is getting itchy because of the spice. <laughs> I think like it's like the pores are opening up, what? and it's like, hey, it's been a while since you've had something this hot. And I don't uh, see Jaden over there complaining. He's eating this thing like it's no <laughs> problem at all. And his right? mother is like, oh my god, my tongue is on fire. <laughs> I can't, the Jaden volunteer for this. Jayden my first impression so. is garlic. So mm-hmm. um, I feel the spice, but I taste a lot of garlic. Um, my mouth is also instantly salivating <laughs> just oh. from that one bite. Like it, that either means it wants more or help me. I, I can't tell. <laughs> Maybe both. About you, Katie. What are, what are you? How, how are you feeling after first impressions? Uh, my mouth is on fire, <laughs> and I can feel it going down in my throat, where my throat's <laughs> going to be on fire. So I think maybe one more bite and a lot of water, and I cannot believe how much Jaden is eating right now. He's going to town on this. And I, yeah. <laughs> I will. Jaden, how are you feeling about it? Uh, I'm feeling fine, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm having some heartburn right now. So. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah, amazing. Ooh. Heartburn first. I love. So it. I have heard, and I learned this um, from my An biological animal? Korean family uh, that I met 
uh, five years ago. When they came, they told me, if it's a little too hot, you can add cheddar cheese. Oh. So, Jeez. little cheese. Oh, um, he's got some, some cheese. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, so you just, tell us after? Yeah. Oh, I think Nathan's got you beat. All right. You know, just We're over case. here sweating. Uh, well, I'm still sweating, but I I, uh, I didn't think I was going to add ah. it, and then my wife brought it up, and was like, here, in case you need some of this, too. Okay, my lips. Yeah, you, say you're, you say Allison brought it up, but really, he had it in a little dish ready to be served on it. <laughs> I think he brought it up himself. My lips! Con, con do not let him fool you. Yes. Do not let him fool my you. My lips are burning. I like that there's sesame in here. There's some green onion, some seaweed. Ah, it really has a good t- taste to it. It is hot, though. Ugh. And I, I, I'm. <clears throat> so I read online that this is somewhere in the four thousand Scoville unit rating. You said so, eight thousand earlier. No, so the the most <laughs> the hottest one out there. Oh, ramen okay. is eight thousand. Right. My mistake. So this one is the the um, the original. There is a two X version of this one. So essentially, it's twice as spicy as this one. How? I is don't it the know. same packaging? It's it the same packaging, but it just has two X. Yeah, it just has two X. So don't mix those up if you ever go buy one. Don't a get slightly the deeper X shade of red. Oh, um, you have the sweating. most. Wa- <laughs> I'm sweating as well. I don't know if you can tell, Con, but I have a lot of sweat going on. on the I assume forehead. is doing a lot of work to make me stay pretty, but yeah, it's KJ looks like just, he's in pain. It's KJ just a looks waterfall. Like he is suffering from. from yeah, having yeah to I can see KJ sweating from here. <laughs> And Kyle I get, is have, but Kyle is having the most different version of the ramen. What what are you going through right now? Are, do you feel like you've tempered the spice enough from what we've been talking about? Or I, I think my experience is a little different than, than, than yours. Wow, are you eating like maruchan ramen? Is that what you mean by just like standard ramen? Yeah, so it's maruchan, but, uh, but okay. you know, I've, I've souped it up and and made it you know as uh, as similar to what y'all are having as as I can. Um, yeah, it's m- mine is a little spicy. I got some some tingling in my lips and my my tongue and my mouth but other than that it's like it's pretty good so i would say i don't know what the rating is for spice but maybe in like the 1000 i don't know oh he got up to 1000 i think okay. that's pretty good that's for pretty homemade good. for homemade spice 1000 that's pretty good so in comparison a 4000 scoville or something like like this is uh, jalapenos can get up to about 8,000 Scoville, so okay. really hot jalapeno. So this is essentially like a very hot jalapeno. This is nowhere oh. near even closer to a Ghost Pepper or Carolina Reaper, which are 1 million Scoville and 2 million Scoville. So we're we're far from any any of those eating videos, and I will never do one. Attendees, if you need to know about Scoville rating in oh. history, please see Nathan Nowak. <laughs> He will break it down for you year by year, Scoville by Scoville level. I wonder why you know all this stuff. <laughs> he grew up with food. an Encyclopedia Britannica, and that's all he had oh, to do yeah. for fun as a kid. <laughs> awesome. Yes. I love it. He's got the Scoville my, my dad was Britannica a chemist, article. So framed. for some reason, I like rating systems and graphs, and I don't, I don't know. That makes uh, sense. You're you're the numbers guy. You like yeah. the you like those numbers. So all right. I also all like right, to know what I'm getting of- into before I eat it. <laughs> So, whereas, ooh, that's a good segue. That's a good yeah. segue. Getting in, what knowing what we're getting into before we eat it. Yeah. Um, KJ, you are suffering, sir. Yep, you it, are have a look of despair on I your face. I am thriving. <laughs> this water bottle here, off camera, just for show. It's straight up empty. Could I have filled it before we did this? Yes. Did I? No. Brilliant. We are. I did mention we have to. We can't end this segment until everyone's finished, right? 
<laughs> I mean, I'm mostly <laughs> done. Here's the deal, though. Whoa. I can't Look even. Katie. Out of here. You, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Katie shows I literally so can't even show you so much. Yeah. Here, wait. Let me. Wow. Making very small bites. We do not have to finish the whole thing. Oh, you're, you're getting oh, into you've the got broth. broth. You got Mine broth. is all broth because I didn't make it ahead of time like a smart co-host. I made it during the break and made everyone else wait. So I didn't have time to read that you're supposed to drain the broth. And I know that the spice ugh, is... Hey, are you crying? In the <laughs> broth. Watch the eyes. So it's okay. moved it by being part of Con Conference, okay? It's not yeah. the ramen. It's it's the community that I already I feel. That, I knew that that's what it was. Yeah. Um, Don't touch your eyes. So this thing is, is really brothy, and so I think it's probably even higher, whatever the Scoville rating is, than whatever Nathan and Patrick are, are eating. Uh, sure, uh, Cooled sure. it down by eating it with less broth and apparently cheddar cheese. Oh, okay. The so cheddar cheese, yeah. That's I'm throwing that. shade at my broth. co-hosts right now. That's not fun. Um, okay. But let's jump into ratings. So out of five, uh, how many chopsticks do you give this ramen? <laughs> Nathan, you go first. Ooh, how many chopsticks? I, uh, I, would, say I think it's got good flavor. It's got good heat. I'm not like, I'm close to like thinking, yes, this will be very tough to finish it without hurting, um, but uh, not bad enough that I wouldn't finish it. So I'll give it a four out of five star. Chopsticks. Four out of five chopsticks. <laughs> Patrick, how many stars do you give this ramen? Uh, I'm giving it four and a half. I think it had a great heat flavor. I don't think it was overly... Like, it wasn't so supremely hot that I turned it into KJ. I remained myself. Wow. And I feel like that <clears throat> that kept it at, at a good four and a half. Um, I don't know what it would have took it higher. I don't know. I think maybe, an, maybe a poached egg. Maybe an addition like that. Maybe just a little more customization, and that's on me. But I'm going four and a half chopsticks out of five. Okay, Kyle, uh, how do you rate your cooking ability and doctor <laughs> ability? <Whoa. laughs> wow. Well, it's not about it's not about the ramen. He's got a totally different ramen, you know. But yeah, it's it's it's, true. it's really about what he did. This is a self evaluation, you know. There's no yeah. wrong answer here. Okay. <laughs> I would say mine could have been a little spicier. I was I was a little intimidated to be honest. <laughs> I was intimidated. Yeah, I, I did two tablespoons of, of chili flakes. I probably could have gone for the third. I could mm. probably could have gone for the third. All right. But uh, other than that, it's yeah, it's still, I'm still eating. So yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay. Katie, how about you and Trey? Um, I give this uh, a four out of five. Uh, the flavor was good, but you just have to keep eating it. Otherwise, your mouth is going to be on fire. Uh, I did stop. I'll admit it is burning my mouth constantly. <laughs> um, but other than that, it was really good. So, yeah. And I would agree. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's four out of five. Don't stop eating. I like the flavor. The flavor is really good. But yeah. just nice. Hot. I like that y'all are taking the the Dory approach. Just just don't stop. Just, just keep <laughs> eating, and then you're yeah. Eating. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. so the closing mine it out. is empty because I had to eat all. I had to just keep eating it. Sorry, and I wasn't running away to like go get more water or drinks. More or cheese, probably. He, yeah, more, cheese, more yeah. cheese and a side of milk. <laughs> baby monitor like, was on. I'm actually really. I want suffering, the baby monitor here but... to hear me crying because I'm uh, <laughs> it's so hot. That makes sense. Um, I am going to give this. Four and a half out of five. I thought this was delicious, and mine is undercooked and overbrothed. Um, Broth. Which oh yeah, for, thank you for, for admitting that. For an undercooked and overbrothed 
meal. Uh, this is incredible. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I stand Shin Ramyun. That's like, that's where I'm at. But uh, this one is really good. I thought the flavor was incredible. The noodles were a little bit thicker, which I really appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if I had if I had done this properly, probably would have been a perfect five out of five. It would have been like the right level of spice, not just destroying me while I tried to <laughs> eat it lovingly. So, uh, yes, that so is user our, error. our ramen. T- Yo, yeah, 8 million percent user error. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm going to sweat it out. So if you see me in the chat room at a conference, feel free to call me out for failing <laughs> to make ramen appropriately. Yeah. So while we are sweating, while we're doing this collective sweat out of the spices from our ramen, um, Katie, Kyle, what else uh, do we need to know about the conference for for us newbies, for people that are returning that that that, that there might be something different? What other things do you want to to leave uh, the conference goers with before we before we go here? Yeah, I wanted to circle back to something Kyle had said earlier in terms of the values that Khan holds, and one of our values is accessibility and making sure that the conference is accessible to everyone, and that means. Um, making sure that we have ASL interpreters for all of our sessions and making sure that uh, everything uh, is uh, is accessible, excuse me. So that's something that you will see as well in the different uh, conference live sessions, you will see interpreters. Um, Most likely we will be pinning them. Uh, So when you're in a live one, you'll be seeing the interpreters there for our uh, deaf consumers. So that is, I think, the one thing I wanted to make sure I, I circled back to. Kyle, is there anything else that you can think of? You know, what I would say is, uh, well, I, you know, obviously, if you're watching this, you're, you're at the conference, which is great. Um, and and <laughs> what I would say is, you know, make the most out of the conference. It, it's going to be a great experience, uh, no matter what comes. Uh, but then also keep engaging with us after the conference, mm-hmm. because we do a lot of stuff uh, outside of the conference experience. So we have ConConnect conversation where uh, we get people to talk about very specific topics uh, throughout the year. We have the blog uh, where we have just, you know, really some, some of the best writers uh, that you're, mm-hmm. you're going to find who are writing specifically about uh, issues related to adoption and, and their experiences and their stories. So there's tons to do and connect outside of the con conference as well. So uh, so definitely keep an eye out for that. And, and we look forward to connecting with you uh, in, in any way that we can. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We're looking forward to a great time with Con 2021. We'll see you around. And don't forget to download Attendify. Yeah. Plug. Download (laughs) that app, baby. (laughs) All right. You can find us on social media at Facebook at Khan, the Korean American Adoptee Adoptive Family Network, Twitter at We Are Khan, and Insta at We Are Khan, and our webpage www.wearecon.org. Uh, hot tip if you just search We Are Khan, it pops up on Facebook right there. So, We Are Khan mm-hmm. Everywhere is probably the easiest way to get in touch, to stay connected beyond just the conference. But I'm going to encourage you the best thing about a conference is you're just kind of in it forever. So, I know that we're all virtual, we all have our lives to go to, but as much as you can, take time to be engaged, take time to stay connected. Um, even if it's, you know, take five minutes before a session and just get in that headspace, that conference mindset, because you don't want to miss uh, what is coming up. Um, you want to stay engaged. You want to, 
be bold, be brave. I'm mostly talking to myself, meet new people. I hate meeting new people. It's terrifying. It's exhausting. It's so, it's just, it, it is, it's scary. Um, but I'm so excited to get connected with a, with a whole bunch of people who can't wait uh, to look see and feel and think like me. So yeah, can't wait for a great week. Um, thank you so much for hanging out with us. If you want to get in touch with us, uh, the John Chi Show, you can find us at John Chi Show on all the social media platforms. Um, you can join us on Facebook at the John Chi Show After Party. Um, you can also go to johnchishow.com and see stuff there that we do. I'm not really sure what's yep. going on there right now. Well, um, you know, we technically have a blog. <laughs> we might have a merch store already. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> it's J-A-N-C-H-I, in case that wasn't clear. Uh, we don't. It's not John Chi, like first name, last name. <laughs> Yes, we did not combine into a Captain Planet type uh, <laughs> entity and become John G. We, we <laughs> um, but you can find me specifically at Patrick in the World um, everywhere else. Nathan, you can find me at No Walk Photo on Instagram, KJ. and I am at KJ Rocky wherever I want to be found on the internet. Con, we are so excited to be here. Cannot wait to have a great week with y'all. Yeah, thank you yeah, so much. Have a great week. Jan Chi Heyo. Jan Chi Heyo. Woo.